The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Lewis Dix. I'm Dan and Green. That Lewis Dix sounded funny. You really did, man. I don't know what's up with my that. Throat. Yeah, Lewis. Lewis. I got a list. I got your list. No, you sound like you was Jewish. Ah. Uh, I am Lewis Dix. I'm Lewis Dix. Yeah. Well, I'm taking something. With a list. With a lisp. Uh, Is it a list or a list? No. I, you should know. I don't know. I can't even say it. I got to list. I got it. Uh, what's the name of this show? Uh. Yeah, what did you call it when you first came in? He was trying. To... I said the mind of a man. Yeah, but it's in a man's world. I got it confused world. with another show. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday, uh, or whatever day you're listening to the show, since it repeats. Okay. So, uh, been on the road. Just got back from Denver. So caught a little cold, I guess. So, but I'm fighting it. How'd you catch a cold in Denver, man? It's April. It's cold. It was cold there. Oh, okay. And you was outside doing shit you wasn't supposed to do? No, no, just going from the car to the club. You got sick from going from the car to the club? No, I just think the whole about the past eight weeks I've been going and getting back oh. and trying to recover. Oh, you know, doing young man shit. No, you ain't ready for it no more. No, I'm not doing it. Um, okay. But before we go any further, I understand you got a birthday. I have a birthday tomorrow, April the 13th. Woo-woo! Oh, okay. Mine's May 5th. So you're Aries. And you're a Taurus? Mm-hmm. And, I dated uh, a Taurus before. <sighs> all right. Not that he, he wasn't a dude, it was a chick. Yeah, that's what but I'm it was, saying. Yeah. Okay. Because it's. Uh, want to Robert, that. Robert Downey Jr.'s birthday's in April. Okay. Emma Watson, Alec Baldwin. Martin Lawrence. Oh, I didn't know Martin Lawrence. Martin Mar- uh, Lawrence Pharrell, is 16th. Eddie Murphy. Buddy Lewis. Okay, I thought we were talking about celebrities. Oh, my fault. Oh. I'm sorry. Shots fired. I'm just messing with Buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, Emma Watson. So you guys are in good company. Yeah, when's yeah. Buddy's birthday? Uh, Buddy's birthday is tomorrow. I mean, I'm sorry, Thursday. Mine's is tomorrow. His is, th- is Thursday. Oh, that's right. He's your frat brother. Frat brother too. Root to all the bras. Sorry for the red, but it just goes good with the cameras. Are you not allowed to wear red? It's not a good. It's not a good thing. So you got to What color apologize. are you guys? Uh, royal purple, gold. Okay. What purple, what royal, fraternity gold. is that? Of uh, the Q's, bro. Is Omega South Five. Uh, yeah, man, you ain't got you ain't got to practice it. Just... I mean, touchdown then, the ones that do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, touchdown with a broken Reverse. wrist. With... <laughs> yeah, touchdown. With a broken wrist. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. I like that, Luke. Is that what it's called? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, who's all Qs? What celebrities are Qs? Joe Torre. Mm-hmm. Is that why he got the burn thing on his arm? Yeah, yeah. Joe Torre, um, Steve Harvey, Shaquille, Vince Carter. Uh, Jesse Jackson. Now Steve Harvey didn't get burned. No, nah, no, nah, Steve didn't do it. Uh, DL and Anthony Anderson, they were honorary, you know. So what do they get? A pin? They get pinched. 
game. You got jokes, man. <laughs> um, uh, who else? Is Co- is Dr. Cosby a... Uh, Dr. Cosby is a kid. You oh, remember okay. the time we talked about that? Right, I, I forgot. When I was going to go, you know, out there. Good. He's a bruh. Okay. So yeah. He's a bruh. So he, is he branded? I don't know. You know that's a good, you've been around him a lot more than me. Never saw his. <laughs> I couldn't make a joke. Uh, about, I could, could make a joke about that, but I'm gonna leave it alone. It would be on his arm, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, not all of them. No. Well, where else do they put them? Uh, different places. Really? Yeah. Are, this early? Damn, Damn she. Wait till we get. To I didn't even show. know she was here. God. Yes. Oh, that's the question. God. Yes. Why do you all brand yourselves when that is that happened in slavery? I don't get it. Okay, well, you'll never hear from me. Oh, it's a secret? It's not a secret. It's just discreet about things. Oh, you don't know. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> you can say you, you don't can, know. You can say I don't know. I'm, you know, I've been brought up for six years, but I know, but that's not for me is to be. Is it a secret? That's not for me to say over the airwaves. Is it like... I, you're can never can getting we look it up? Me. Let's see. Look it, it up. You can, if, if it says, if you can look it up and find it, but... You'll never hear. And from then me. their Greek organization. Yeah. What's the science behind divine that? Divine Nine. It's just divine. Divine Nine. Oh. You have to. You know. Just follow. Did you go to college? I didn't you no, I did oh, not. I'm sorry about that, baby girl. I don't even think I would have joined. A you would have joined, and you'd have probably been an AKA because you're light skin. Be quiet. Nah. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, you are. I'm not a follower like that. I'm not a follower like that. It doesn't mean you have to follow. It yeah, just means you are, that y'all in line. No, y'all no, line. it just it it yeah. It, y'all don't walk separate lines. I walk my line, but don't worry about that. We we have our same. Yeah, we definitely right. all stand on our one, and every and every Q knows what his number one is. All right. Yeah. Well, shout out to all the all the bros. brothers and the the, the the football the touchdown guys. <laughs> You could get hurt, man. <laughs> I'm gonna get hurt. Go mess around with the brows, man. Oh, so y'all like y'all like? It's serious about that, man. It's real talk, bro. Come on. So I can get slapped. Nah, I, nah. You a grown man. You ain't gonna get slapped. Nah, ain't gonna be no real. You know, you ain't Will Smith. You ain't Chris Rock. You, you know, I know that. You from so Philly. You Philly a, first, so I ain't even gonna. You I'm know, doing come a on. joke about. Uh, I mean, you know, if you be there by a, a bunch of them, they may they may you know come what? and ask you a couple questions. Like what? I don't know. When they call me over, or would that they come over to me? Um, depends on how they feeling. I think that's the sign of someone of of dealing with you. Do they call you over, and then if you know you said something that wasn't right, and you go over to them? Then I mean, they, they, they the you power. know, I mean, it's, so not just them, just anyone. I mean, anybody. I mean, you know, I think any type of situation like that, which is a great question, it just depends on what a person's feeling. It's like if you want to check a dude. You check a dude because you really want to check him, or do you wait till you see him and run into him and be like, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but if you want to check somebody and you say, come here. You can I, still I check think, somebody. Yeah, but I'm that. saying you, you more or less feel you got power over there because you're telling them to come there so I can check you. But see, I don't know. See, I don't, I, I, don't like to, I don't like to say that power stuff because then it makes people feel like, you know, especially if women hear it, you know, it's like, oh, no, you're trying to over. No, well, who just, could tell you? Man, man to man, not women to women. Women got different. Somebody can ask me to come here. Women, no, I'm saying you, you just said something. Y'all got it. It's a little awkward or heated. And he said, come here, man. Oh, no, I'm not going to do like that. No. You're I'm not, not going over no. there. I'm going to be like, what you got to talk about? Because I'm coming over. I might be walking into danger. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I can walk in and get slapped. You know, yeah, that's the new a, thing as, right as now. As a man thing. Um, like, yeah. It's like certain, like. You're, well, you know like, you wouldn't say it. You'd be like, what you want? Like an old head. Right. Can say, come here. Oh, old head said, if, if, if an old if, head. And I think even now, at my age, if an old head said to me, 
hey, my man, let me talk to you real quick. I'm going to go over to him. Yeah, because I'm going to get that respect. Right. But that's our generation. Right. If, if a young boy, oh, I'm man, not going. He ain't coming. No. Nah. No, nah, young boy, man, yo, my man, what you want to talk about? Right. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to walk. No, I'm not. Mm-mm. But some cats, like we would think West Coast California guys would walk over. Yeah, what, what, what do you want? I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know. but you know, I mean, I think you know being out here longer than me, but we've been out here for a long time. The East Coast is definitely, it's definitely a difference on approaching situations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of dudes in the East Coast would probably, you know, East Coast dudes I know, and West Coast too, and there ain't no battle, but, you know, East Coast, we grew up like, yo, what's up, man? I'm going to go holler at this dude. Right. You know what I mean? Like I remember, this is a true story. I was a young boy. I mean, I was probably 12 or 13, 14, 13. I was still in Philly, so I was at least, I was under 15. And it was this girl that I was messing with. And um, and me and her got into an argument. I was at her house, and then we got into an argument. She said, I'm going to get my brother and beat your ass up, she said, right? So I went back around to my, because she was living up near Tustin Playground. She was a fine motherfucker, too. Damn, I wish. They, they all were. When we yeah, were yeah, yeah, but she was fine. She was, she was living at Tustin Playground, and um, near there. And... So I went back to my area, still the hilltop, but I went down to 61st Street, told my boy Jess, yo, because I have a thing about if you threaten me. I just have a thing about that. It fucks up my friendship because someone actually did say something out of line. I'm like, yo, man, you ain't, you know, if I, if I hear, when you hear someone say that to me, that's the end of our friendship. Because once you say something like that, so something I was a like young what? boy. I didn't get what? what like what? if you ever say something, something say, like if me and you in an argument or something like that, Say we on the phone or something like that, and you and you go, man. If I ever hear something in the street, man, on this man, now nah, we done, because you threatening me, and I've always been like that. So this girl said, I'm gonna get my brother in the beat, and I said, and I just, oh, oh, are you? And I went and got my partners, and we walked back up there. Like I said, yo, and my boy Jay, and I said, yo, black girl trying to threaten me, yo, shh, we was right back up there. You know what I mean? Brothers no way around, but that's just how it is. Did you ever see the brother? Never saw the brother. Never saw the girl again. The girl was fine as a motherfucker, man. Oh my god, I'm so mad. I've had some. You ever had some bad bras? You be like, damn, how I fucked this one up. Even at <laughs> ten years old, like I must get older. Damn, how I messed this one up. I mean, I know you're in a relationship now, but I'm just saying, you know. No, no, I was always, I always ran the relationship. Oh, no, that's not that. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm saying. When oh. you mess up, you can run, you can <laughs> ruin them. <clears throat> no, I didn't. We have any uh, cough medicine for this individual? Um, pose, pose. I just. Yeah, I'm with you. So you never yeah. saw the brother. Never again. saw the brother. He's probably still looking for you. Might be. He know where to find me now. <laughs> but now nah, she was a cool chick, man. Ain't like fine mom. But yeah, nah, that, man. That's always interesting when somebody says, "Don't let me see you again." Like, I don't like. Yeah. I see you. Or if I hear you say something, I just it's a turn off to me, bro. Especially if you do know, man. You don't. That's. That's, so that's I, I, one of, you would consider that one of your pet peeves. That's one of my pet peeves. I can't fuck with you no more. At all? I mean, th- I can talk to you, but I can't because now I'm always thinking that I'm on my P's and Q's with you, and I'm also thinking you thinking that you can get me. Okay. Like I tell people, Louis Dick, just because I box, and I and I mean it, just because I box don't mean I can beat everybody. I don't mean I can beat anybody, but I tell a person and I mean it, you're gonna have shit on your hands for a minute. You gonna you will have I'm a, I'm gonna get you a couple times. You might beat me. You might choke me out, but I'm gonna I'm get you a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't, and that's not my personality. When I was younger, and I don't know how you were in Philly, because, and this is an interesting question. When I was younger, living in Philadelphia, I was quick to fight. When I started, right when I got in the middle of junior high school, 
that's when I stopped because dudes would start, it was more people getting jumped. You know what I mean? And people started, you know, back then we didn't really have guns, none, but you know, sticky weapons, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I was like, okay, if I'm not going to get a one-on-one with the dude, I'm going to just, you know, I'm not going to be quick to fight. And I took that attitude as I got older because my mom used to tell me, she said, Dan, your mom going to get you killed one day. Because I was quick to be like, man, fuck you, nigga, let's do this. So it helped me calm down. But now it's different because you have dudes, you know, like, and even at our age, man, I've had age dudes talking shit. And I'll be like, okay. You know, I'm not going to sit and argue with you all day. I said, but if you touch me or something like that, I'm going to tag you. You know, and again, I, I've had, you know, I've had situations where I had to do that. Even in college, I had to, I socked the white boy. I got him because he was on the team thinking he was, you know, he could say shit to me. And he's a little bigger. Two-pieced him once in a comedy club. But I don't like to fight. I really don't because I know if I really do connect, I'm going to get you. What, the comedy club, was it on stage or off? It, it's funny. It was off stage. But it, what happened was this was when I was new in the game. Um, 1990, 91, I was performing and at a white club in Columbus, Ohio. And um, it was like a one-nighter. It wasn't really a comedy club, but it was like the one-nighter that had the stage. And um, the white boy came in um, a little late with his girl. And you know, and I'm, I'm learning the game, and I'm new, and I'm like, hey, so you know, so, hey, why y'all late? You know what I mean? You know, I'm just doing a little crowd work, pretending to, because I didn't know what I was doing at that time. And then I go, and what you doing with a dude like him? You know what I mean? So the crowd started chuckling a little bit, and the white boy goes, I don't believe they let niggas in here. And I was like, <laughs> And I said, the guy you were talking to? Yeah. He said, I don't believe they're letting blacks. I don't believe they're letting niggas in. Because it was like a Columbus country. And it wasn't really a country bar, but it was a white bar. So I didn't know what to do. So I was like, oh, um, that's about, I probably was on stage like five minutes. I said, hey, well, thank you guys very much. And I left the stage. And I didn't go towards them. I just left the stage and I went to the bar. And um, so I went to the bar. And then, of course, other white people came up to me and they was like, oh, man, you know, we're sorry about that, bro. That's not what we're about up in here, blah, blah, blah. I said, man, yeah, I'm good. So the white boy was at the, now the, you know, now the show was over. The white boy was at the end of the bar. And he goes, I don't believe they're letting blacks, I don't believe they're letting niggas up in this place like this. Again. Again. I was like, oh. So I walked over to him. And he was about 6'1", about 6'1", about a little bigger than me. I mean, I'm not, I'm 5'9", so 5'8", and 5'9". So he's a little bigger than me. And, he, and I said, and I walked over to him and I said, man, yo, why can't I be black? Why can't I be a nigga? He said, I don't believe. And man, Lou, I don't, look, I don't know if he got, I don't, got, I don't know if I got him on the eye or the believe. I said, boom, boom. I mean, I turned the right hand over. Psh, all of this went. So his girl was right there. Now I'm blacked out by now. Now I'm just already like fucked up. I don't give a fuck mode. And she said, what's your name? What's your name? And I said like this. And the bouncer was there. He said, yo, don't do it, man. Don't do it. And then I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know. So I grabbed my clothes. Because uh, this is when I used to change into an outfit to perform. You know, we all had like a... And I was walking out. I walked out the door and I yelled back. And I told the guy, this bouncer said, Yo, man, turn up a motor, give me my money too. Because that's when you was... It was like a $30 gig. So back then, $30 was gas, food for damn near a week. So I get outside and I walk to the car. So picture going from where we sit now to where your car is parked. Mm -hmm. About that distance from the door to the... To the, so I get to my uh, car and the bouncer goes, hey man, yo man, come here man, let me talk to you real quick about it. like this white boy. And I always learn, once you're out of trouble, you don't go back in it. So I got in my car and I drove off and I had told the dude that the, the, I wanted to get my money from the promoter. So I waited, I drove off across the street. So you know how them city towns, them towns are where you can, like driving across the street is probably like driving from 
here to McDonald's mm -hmm. across the freeway. Right. And Lou, in five minutes, I promise you, it was eight cop cars there. It had to be at least eight. Looking for you. I guess they was going to get me. And so I called my uncle. I was real nervous about it. I called my uncle. And and this is when I learned. This is when I really started changing. Because my uncle, God rest his soul, he said, he said, Dannon, uh, you know, you know how you, you know, he a Philly dude. He from North Philly to Norm. He goes, look, man, if um, you're gonna be doing comedy, you can't be just beating people up. And I was like, yeah, I can't. I guess I can't be just hitting people. So that's the last time when I did push. Have I had an incident at the comedy union before? Me that too. was, um, so I'm at the comedy union, and uh, crazy story. Uh, Boogie B was there. George Wallace was uh, was was in the house. Mm -hmm. So he so ends was like, yo, we want to bring George Wallace on first. I'm like, cool. So I oh, get you on. You were hosted. I was hosted. Mm -hmm. So, so and you know the union how it was set up. So you're gonna know exactly what happened. So I'm on stage and you know now I'm seasoned. You know this is four or five years ago. I'm in the game. I'm I'm known. So I'm like, hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for coming out tonight. Hope everybody. Yo, we got a special guest tonight. Oh! What'd you say, my man? Oh, oh! Like that, right? Just making noises. So I go, hey man, why don't you write it down so we can read it? So then the audience. You know, they start laughing. I'm starting to hit them a little bit. So he's just talking. I said, hey, my man, look, bro, I understand. I said, we good, bro. I said, now, you know, so if we're looking this way off the of stage or in that dark corner over there. Mm -hmm. So I go, hey, my man, yo, be cool, man. I said, we got special guests in the house, y'all. Going to bring them to the stage, blah, blah, blah. Ah, ah, ah. So I go, I said, man, you got one more time, man. I'm going to call security. He says, one more time. So, you know, call the security. Security walks through the club, goes over there to him, and, um, he, he's, he's quiet, so the security leaves. So about I'm I'm now I'm back into my spill. The 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 audience is laughing. Row row row. I mean this is the kind of sounds he's making. Like like what did you? Say? I said my man. I said look bro. Now I'm like like look man. You trying you fucking up the show. We great bring on the show man. Yo if you do it one more time you're gonna be about. You're gonna be out of here. So I'm doing my th thing and next thing I know I see a shadow stand up. And he starts walking this way. So I'm thinking he's leaving. He's, he gets up, and then he makes an LB line to the stage. So I'm like, what the fuck? You know? And Lewis, now, so you know how the union is with them seats in front of the stage. Mm -hmm. So he put one foot up on the stairs, on, on, on the seat, and he got the other foot. He's ready to step on stage, and nigga, you would have thought I was a middle linebacker for the, for the Eagles or, the, or whatever your favorite team is. I said, I mean, I'm talking about, boom, went that motherfucker. He went flying backwards. Bam! Right into somebody's like chair, drinks was flying. So I jump off stage. He gets up. We're great. And so people get in between us, start you know grabbing us. Right? It's like it's big emotion. This one dude whispers in my ear. This, I never forget. He whispered in my ear. He said, "Hey man." He said, hey, "He's like, man, don't worry about me. I'm packing." That's what he said to me. And I went like this, like cause I, he was near me, and I went like this. I felt the gun. I said, "Oh shit, this nigga is serious." And I was like. But I felt I felt safe. <laughs> so the dude left and this girl. So the funny thing is, I got back into the show, but the girl I was then but I was nervous then after a while because you know you hit somebody now, you think somebody gonna come on, you know, and shoot up at the club. But his girlfriend was actually mad at him, which was worked out fine. Mm -hmm. You know, cause she was like he was drunk, you know what I mean? And acting silly. So yeah, that's my that's my comedy union story. That's funny. Uh, what did N say? 
Oh, you know, come on, bro. You he know, ends. Right? You know, ends. Yeah. I, he didn't get mad, but he was like, you know, Dan, you know how ends is. Mm-hmm. I said, ends, look, the dude came. I didn't go off stage. The dude came on stage. So what am I supposed to do? You know what I mean? And I didn't know what he was going to do. And you know, comic comedy one on one. The first thing you learn is don't give up your mic. Right. That's the first thing we learned. And secondly, I. I just didn't know what the dude was gonna do, and the right. dude with the sucker punched me. Then I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I could have maybe overreacted, but I wasn't gonna give him a shot. That's funny. I've never got that. You never had that? No, I'm too funny for that. <laughs> Go out. Uh, no. I'm just <laughs> Damn. Uh, uh, this is. Uh, it's interesting. Um, I was. Um, they're going back to the mask soon indoors. I think it's a setup. What do you mean? Man, it's just like. The war, the war happened right before the war. We no mask. Now all of a sudden they're saying we got to, we're having this spike in the in the uh, the virus again. Right, you don't believe them? I do. I mean, I had it, but it's something. It's just something going on. It's just it's a money maker. It's a control thing. Something is going on because for the last month and a half, two months, everybody's been you know wearing no mask. Some of the places have said that there hasn't been a spike. Now all of a sudden there's a spike around, you know. It's just, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's something going on. Well, there's the, definitely something going on. America is all about making money. Right, and, and that's what I'm saying. People. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just. And, man, I ain't trying to, you know, I just, man, it's just, I don't know who it sticks, man. It's, something's going on, bro. Gas is skyrocketed high, you know. I, I don't really like, the, I, I really kind of get away from, I've been starting to get away from talking about the politics and stuff like that because, I'm not a Democrat anymore. I'm not a Republican. I'm an independent. So, okay. you know, because of that, and I'm, and I'm looking at things from both sides now. I don't want to even get into it with, you know, people because I have I have my feelings about certain things, and it's not a Democratic feeling, and then I have feelings about things, and it's not a Republican. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm really been kind of avoiding situations with people because everybody well, swear they know. Yeah, that's the interesting part because I try to just um – just try to get along. I've always been that way, yeah. And down the middle, and that, and that could come off as being a follower or just trying to do the or right or or probably depending on who you're talking to. If you being down the middle, if you talk to the Democrats, they're gonna be like, "Oh, you you Republican," or if you're talking to a Republican, "Oh, you're a Democrat," or you know, or you on our side yeah. when you I may try not, not really to be talk a politics side. with people. Yeah, I, I mean, just even close. I used to be know. like that a lot, but not no more. But like, it's like you just. I'd rather just listen to everyone else's opinion. And then say, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, I like stopped. When this whole Will Smith thing happened, everybody. But that's wanted, not politics, though. Yeah, but uh, somewhat, somewhat, it's. Uh, people made it political. Yes. Talk, talk. Black people, what do you think would happen if he hit a white guy, et cetera, et cetera? And shout out to all the uh, comedians out there. It is. Um, T.I. has just lost his little mind. He's on the show with me tonight. Where? You know, I'm doing a show with Chris Spencer. Oh, that uh, is tonight. Yeah, that's yeah, tonight. I yeah. To know that. so it's going to be big. Where is it? Um, I don't know the name of the place, but it's one one three zero zero, three three zero Santa Monica Boulevard, Santa Monica and Los Angeles Street. So that's probably off the, near the four or five on the west west side. So Chris is the host. Chris is hosting. And who else? It's a lot of people on that show. No, uh, uh, myself, uh, Ray Grady, David Arnold, uh, Zainab, the female comic, and then I think the other Earthquake was supposed to have been on the show, and then. He's not on it, and then I think they replaced it with this girl. I forgot her, what her name is. She's been on some shows, some TV shows. Um, what's her name right here? Um, her name is uh, Amanda Seal. 
Shield? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that part of the Netflix um, no. comedy thing they're doing? I don't know if it is. No, I don't think it is. They're it doing doesn't a say. big uh, comedy fest over the next couple weeks. Yeah, going around different. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's not part of it. It's not saying it is, but I heard that the spot is nice. And like I said, Chris is, it might be because Chris is, I was going to host. And then Chris said he's going to host. But Chris put me on the show, so it didn't matter to me either way. He, yeah, you know, took helped me out. But um, Jeff made a mention about something like that. I guess they're going to do at the Comedy Act. They have some something's going on where they're putting the Netflix sign. Jeff, Jeff is a you know big time producer now, and just, so we just we're wishing him the best. And, you know, he's just producing a lot and doing comedy, so mm-hmm. we're really happy for him and his success. Um, I'm sure he'll end up with a rival show soon. You know, called uh, in a in a Jeff world. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I wish him the best. Nah, uh, Jeff, my man. Yeah, y'all both my guys. So, um, but, but let me ask you a question though, because you said something about the will thing. What I thought was really interesting is all of a sudden how Twitter and all these people are trying to make it racist. And I'm like, how can you say it's racist because they're trying to compare well Weinstein and all them? But you know, those did, those guys got in trouble for something out after the awards, and then they're all not in part of the Academy. Will did it during it. So, like, what do you think about that? People trying to say that it's racist. I'm gonna be honest. I, I I'm, I'm. It's, it's so much. It's kind of like drains you. You like yeah. say, I got ten other things I really, I'd really rather think about. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh, like today, we start our, 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 our spring practice with basketball. So we've been off for about a month. So now we get all the boys are coming back who are not graduating, <laughs> and a lot of the kids we wish. A couple kids did move on to other sports, which were happy because they really didn't have a future in our program. Um, so but at the happy. same school? Yeah. So, so they moved on to another sport, sport. to yeah. fail at that? Well, I mean, you feel good because they didn't quit sports because you don't want – I mean, we're at a point now where you, you – it's really – it's not so much the kid, you know, most of the time. I'd say 90% of the time it's the parents or the, the adult who's around. Parents are the worst. But the kid – pretty much knows his ability. So you try to coach him to the best of his ability and to get the best out of it. But once you realize that, hey, I, I've, I've maxed him out, he really won't. There are other kids, he might become a junior, and there are other kids who are so- freshmen and sophomores. That can only take a spot. Yeah, so it's a, it's a you don't want to waste that, that spot. But you can't tell your parent that. You can be honest with them. You can, well, first you're honest with the kid about, okay, what, what do you do well enough? for me to have you on this team. Mm -hmm. And the kid will have to give you an honest answer. He can't lie because he can say, well, I'm the greatest, I'm the best shooter. No, no, Mike is the best shooter. And then, you know, the parents, it's all about, I mean, and rightfully so, parents want the best for their kids. But it's, 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 if you haven't developed your kid, you haven't put time in with him, and I'm not talking about a trainer and all that. I'm talking about you when he's four, he's in fourth and fifth grade, just to learn fundamentals, take him outside in the back, Instead of you on your phone, get shots up with him. Let him understand the basics of the game so when he does come to us, he's better prepared to get better. Or, or be honest that he, you know, you're not going to get a trophy if you, don't, if you don't earn it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, not in high school. Um, high school sports are different, and it's becoming to the point of where it's, it's elite. I mean, a lot of programs are pushing kids to be – Basketball is, is all year round. Most sports are all year round. Yeah. Most with the club and all that. So we're excited. The coaches are excited. Coaches always get excited when you get the kids back in, kids back in the gym. How many days you work with them, Lewis? 
Um, Are you five days a week there? No, no, we're 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 on break right now. Now we're going to we're starting off spring with two days a week, and then next week we go three days a week, and then when the season starts, are you five days? Yeah, we're six days. We go we go Monday through Saturday. So can Matt ask a, a question? I don't know if you can answer it on the air or not, but how did you get the position as assistant JV coach? Yeah, I um, well I've been coaching for a long time. So when I first went to college, I started coaching soccer and. Different sports. And Were you a baller though? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, I, I played football in college. Where? And uh, Sonoma State. So division three. Yeah, division three. So um, Pur- I, uh, purple and white or no, no, they're uh, blue and white. Yeah, blue and white. Yeah, I did a show out there before. Oh, but Sonoma. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I had a great time. You must have had a ball up there. I, I mean, that had to be a fun school. That just looked like it was a fun campus, man. Yeah, it was. It was very, very, very. Um, if I could have went to the school, if I could have went to school out on the the north northern um, northern California, I would have. Cause it it reminds me what San Fran and, and Oakland remind me a lot of the East Coast a little bit with the right. vibe. But then when you go up to Sonoma, it kind of reminds it reminds me of like a Jersey type of feel, mm-hmm. but it's even a little more rural. Like it's a little more, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I had a good time. I just, oh man, I know you was there killing him. So uh, it was, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and um, so then I uh, morphed into um, just coaching. And then I, uh, when my kids went to the little private school, I started coaching there. And then I started coaching at Harvard Westlake because um, I was coaching the middle school. Mm-hmm. And then when we transitioned coaches, uh, they hired me for a freshman assistant and JV assistant. Oh, so you payroll? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm on staff. But the thing is, one of the reasons I'm, I'm on staff is because my kid went there. And it's a, I help the transition for parents who are coming into the school, okay. especially minority parents. So I can pull them aside and say, "Hey, this is what this is how it's ran here." Yeah, this is uh, we don't do things that way. Right. We don't do things. You know, it's funny. Well, first, back to your college. You guys uh, didn't Larry Allen go to your school? Yes, he did. Offensive tackle. See, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a, man. I'm a smart dude, man. I never, never not said you weren't. Smart. No, no, no. Just, saying, I'm just for the people that are going to talk about me later about the way I talk. Just letting y'all know I can talk. There's um, a lot of people <laughs> who can't talk that are smart. <laughs> Damn, Lewis. <laughs> um, but no, Larry Allen went there, and um, but you know what's funny? I, I I went to my kids, my my kids, my godson's flag football game this weekend, Sunday, and he's he's seven, about to be eight, and he's about this, but he's, he's really fast and stuff. But some of the way that some of these parents are. And this one black mom, she was just, you know, her son was the quarterback, and it was his birthday. So the game was tied. And I guess there was like, you know, when it was tied at the end of the game, they were going to go for a tie. You know, just say it was a tie. But one of the co- one of the parents, I won't say who he is, was like, hey, no, let's just go ahead and, and play to see if we can get a win. You know what I mean? Play it out. And then and the mom started tripping. No, no, because I guess the son was like, I don't know if he was getting upset or something. Her son was on the other team. No, no, that's my baby. Don't y'all make my baby have a bad day. Today's his birthday. And I'm like, what the fuck is all of that got to do with anything? He's, he's playing or he's, you know, it's like I, I look at it and I really see now why, unfortunately, referees get attacked. You know what I mean? Um, there's fighting among, among the parents. I don't even have was, kids. Was his son there? Was his dad there? Who? The kid's dad. No, the mom, the mom was, was there. The dad wasn't there. No, the mom was there. The, the dad's there. The dad, the, I think the dad's in the kid's life. I know because she's married, you know. But he, it was the mom was there that day representing him. Because I was there for my god kid because his his dad couldn't make it because their brother was sick and the mom was working. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm he's my, you know, Osirum, so I'm like, you know, I'm there. And um, even when, you know, and, and I watch it and I watch it and like, Osir is really fast. He's really out there. Like he, 
like he'll do a play and he'll be dancing like but not dancing like they do like he's just like a kid he's like a real kid so I, I should be aggressive with some of the kids and, it, and and like he doesn't know he's being aggressive sometimes like he'll grab the flag but you know keep the play going like he'll play dead and he's like he's still grabbing flags you that's know your, that's your my godson, godson yeah but he don't mean no harm by it but I can see how things can happen because your coach is like oh zero and I'm, I'm still like I ain't saying nothing because he ain't supposed to be doing it but I can just really see how parents act and some of them are just this lady's just overreacting like don't upset my baby today's his best I'm like, okay I mean it's just yeah, that's why you don't, especially when they get to high school, it's, it's a 24-hour rule. After the game, the parents can't talk to us. So they got to wait 24 hours. Oh, that's a great rule. You know, we don't, we don't, you know. And then. In know, high school is like that? Yeah, in our high school. Yeah, we have a 20, we have a parent meeting, we tell them. And some parents still, um, some parents still, um, still talk to us, try to. And, you know, you just tell them, no, I'll talk to you, call me tomorrow. You right. Know? And, and, and When you got a common head. Yeah, and we have a protocol. You know, if there is an issue, the kid has to come talk to us first. Okay. And then if that's, that's satisfied, then the parents can come talk to us. I don't us. know how you could do it. I just, I, and I love kids, but I don't literally, you know, like, now boxing is different. Right. Boxing is altogether different when I train kids. Because I yell at them and I, and I curse at them. And I, you know what I mean? And I come tell them, man, you better keep your motherfucking hands up. You're going to get cracked. You know what I mean? And and I talk to him like that. I don't say, hey, man, maybe, you know. But I always explain to him, like, when I train my, my godson, because I train him. Because I caught him playing around playfully, acting like he was boxing some of the kids there. You know what I mean? Like, you know how kids play fight. And I, and I, I don't care if he's seven or nine. You'll come in. I said, what fuck can I tell you? What got that? I told you. I'm teaching you this to defend yourself. You do not play with that. You know what I mean? Because if you hit somebody by accident hard or they hit you, you're going to be in the middle of Don't play with that. But I'm, but but you can talk to the kids differently because the parents can't tell you. Come like, okay, you know, we don't yell at him. All right, all right. Put his ass in that motherfucking ring and let him get his block knocked off. So it's the, the attitude when you in boxing that sport is way together different than football and definitely basketball. Football definitely because if a kid get hit, you know, I and boy, their parents run out like it's, it's crazy. I don't know how you could do it, Lou. I don't know how you could do yeah, it. No, a lot of times the parents will try to run out on the court. And yeah. Like, hey, 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 you got this. You got this. He'll be all right. Because a lot of times, one time, <laughs> we were at practice. And I'm bad at this because I'm old school. I always say, get up. Get up. You're all right. Yeah, you all right. Yeah, so yeah. one kid. <laughs> get his, a broken his leg. Knee, his knee was dislocated. I didn't <laughs> see that part. <laughs> and I was about to say, get up. Come on. You can shake it off. And then the other coach said, it's bad. I'm like, all right. My oh, fault. my bad. My fault. Uh, Mark Howard coaches. Yeah, he does. But his son was pretty good, right? Yeah. But Mark Howard is a horrible coach. Is he? No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know. Jeff thinks he's a good coach. You know. Now, do you think Jeff has the personality to be a good coach? All right, that's enough of Jeff. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm Lewis Dix. I'm Dan and Green. What's the name of the show? Uh, you call In a Man's World. Oh, no, that you got it right. This um, I had to think about it too. Like, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's the t- it's the most public job in the world, but the most private is being a parent. And there's nobody has um, nobody has the formula on being a great parent. But parents are different today. I mean, it's in like oh, yeah. when we when our parents were all on the same page, even if they wasn't in your house. Like your mom and my mom would have been on the same page on the block, right? But you so, know, yeah. And but given the way children are now, and society has opened up all these these wounds for them to be aware of and where and some of them rightfully so there's some, some things, rightfully so but there's still. some things that we 
need to get better at as parents because kids are different today. They're more sensitive. I think they're definitely fed too much information and, and, way and, too early. And they're giving that, you know, I saw something one day, and I was, I was mad. And I wish that I – sometimes I wish I could do this, but I know it's not legal. But I hate when I see Hilarious. a parent <laughs> walk in with their kid mm-hmm. in a stroller or something. The kid's on the iPad, and the parent's on the phone. Oh, yeah. I'd no. be wanting to come up in there and just, like, grab her purse for about, like, three seconds of run or push the cart. You know what I mean? Like, this is what could happen to you, big dummy. Pay attention yeah, to your you surroundings. Can, you see new parents with newborns in their um, – um. Okay, so I got a message. This is hilarious. Uh oh. Hi. Uh, I'm trying to reach Mr. Lewis. My name is Corey. I'm calling from Arsenio Hall's office. Just wanted to get in touch with you. Let you know I'm working on a project. Arsenio Hall office. Yeah. And the office in the Okay. Line. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. I'll call you back once we do the warm up. Okay. Working on a project. I'll take that. May 2nd, right around my birthday. Okay. I'll be in town. That's great. Because it came from an unknown number. And before, I would never answer those numbers. Right. Because we all thought they were bill collectors. Right. But now, but now bill now, collectors are slick. They know your number. Nah, them motherfuckers be calling you from like a. a like, I'll get a 215 number. Like, they know where you know some people. I'm like, oh, shit, got be family. What the <laughs> fuck? That was my brother and shit. Nah, nigga. It's Citibank MasterCard, nigga. <laughs> like, God damn. <laughs> you never heard me do that joke before. Oh, you never heard that way? I do that shit. That's funny. I said, <laughs> like, how'd you get my number? Your brother gave it to you. Call your brother up. Nigga, why you getting my number? Nigga, don't you owe me money? Now you got to pay everybody. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That is so true because you will answer a number from your hometown. Yeah, you'll be like, oh, nigga, 6267? Six, six, nigga, got me. Somebody's sick, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, on the Apple phones, they have likely a uh, scam likely right. when those numbers come through. Okay. He just handed. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> I just want to know who's talking. I feel like it's God coming out of nowhere. Like, I mean, and the thing is, she don't, she don't come in and go, excuse me, and hey, everybody, this is the POTUS, this is my, this is my company, I'm the producer of the show, and I just want to ask something. Because I don't have to. You see what I'm saying? See? No, I can always tell when she's about to come on, because she slides her chair over. Oh, is that what then, it is? Yeah, she slides her chair so over. So she gives us the way, and then the mic kind of slides yeah, a little two, bit. Okay. It's two moves. She slides her chair, and then she slides the mic. <laughs> Man, I'm like... But she don't give you a signal. No, no, that's she what I'm saying, like, though. Danning, you new here? Now I'm still new. See, and then I get attacked. I don't know who's going to get attacked. Hey, that's why I'm just hanging there because she thought Jeff wasn't funny for, like, years. <laughs> Damn. And then she finally And saw. Jeff really took that personally. Oh, I don't take it personally. And then, no. look, and everything now, now to him that Jeff. I thought No, I know funny. I'm funny. I ain't taking Jeff, it personally. Jeff has no, moved on and, and, and oh. produced so y'all done ran. So what you're saying, y'all done ran niggas out this seat? No, no, he's ran up. Oh. She's running them up to oh, okay. bigger and better things. Well, Potus, if you can so just keep Jeff interrupting is, us, maybe Jeff you you can run Jeff me is up having, too. Jeff having meetings with Netflix and stuff. Okay. I called Jeff. I called him twi- three times. Did he call you back? He finally did. And he was like, hey, I got to call you back. I'm going into a meeting with mm. Netflix. I'm like, whoa. Well, that's the new line. I was like, first I was a little upset that I actually did call him back three right. times. Yeah. I'm like, why am that's I what hurt you. It's not the <laughs> right. not the fact that Jeff didn't pick up. It's the fact that you call back. come back. Who is this talking in our ear, man? All right. Oh, I'm sorry. 
I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, so I was I'm a little, I you. was a little upset. I'm like, oh, so I ain't worthy of you picking so, up. No, that's what's upset. You no, you're upset because you called back three times. You're like, wait a minute, I really called this. I really want to talk to. <laughs> no, I was trying to give him something. Okay. And then I put it back in my pocket. Okay. Oh, okay. That's the worst thing when you're trying to give somebody something. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, I'm just gonna put it back in my pocket. Right. Go ahead and buy me something to eat. You know, I'm just gonna, I'm, you know. So, um, it's weird because I'm craving a Philadelphia hoagie because I'm leaving Wednesday and I want to take a hoagie. Okay. Now me. I'm gonna tell you where to get one. Where? The best, the the closest spot that I've gotten. Damn you, Lou! Now on the way home, I'm at to stop and get one. It's in the Valley. It's in Burbank. It's Philly Best. Okay, it's not. I, I go to Philly's Best, but I don't go to the one in Burbank. Okay, which one you go I to? I go to the one in um on uh, Beverly Ventura Hills? Boulevard. Ventura Boulevard, off there near White Oak and all that. Oh, there's one over there. Yeah, I never do that. One. I don't like the way the the um the Burbank one makes their steaks. They they do the steaks and put the mix the pickles in it and all that. No, now you you got to ask. I, one time I went there and I tried to tell them and the woman gave me attitude. They make my steak, and I was like. Man, you Luke. know Philly, we all on the yeah, couch. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we like, yeah. all right, do it like yeah, that, do it yeah, like yeah. that. was the Philly way. Yeah. You knew the neighborhood. Yeah. You knew how the person. And they knew you. And I'm sure that's how everyone is in their in their cities. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm sure in Chicago they do pizza or whatever right. sandwich, you you know, New York. So you could talk to them. Because Philly people don't even wear gloves. Yeah. No, they don't. Back east. And ain't nobody saying nothing. Nobody saying nothing. Nope. All through COVID. No I don't, COVID, I don't know. Somebody could have been scratching their ass. I still would have ate the cheesesteak. I would have never known. I, you just And and the people that make the steaks in Philly and Hoagies look so dirty. Well, they are. They, you know them. They're your neighbors. Right. And, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you know the dude. Okay, so we used to, I used to go to a place. We got gyms. Now, we have a gyms in West Philly. There's gyms down there that's on South Street. Mm-hmm. But then there's a gyms that was on like 63rd and Haverford's or 62nd and Haverford gyms down there, and then we have a place called George's. I don't know if you heard of George's. That was near that was near uh, Overbrook High School. Mm-hmm. It used to be on the corner. But the funny and that was a good. One. I used to love that one. But I'm gonna tell you a funny story. I, so I, about seven, eight, ten. I don't know how many years ago. I go back to Philly. I'm visiting. You know what I mean? So I'm. You know I'm. You know. You know when we when we go back to to the East Coast, you're a celebrity. You're bigger than what you are. I mean, you already a celeb. People right. know, you. but you know, it's like, oh man, Louis Dick's here. Should Cosby doing TV? So I go back, and everybody knows me. So I'm with my boy, um, Jason, Eric, and Ed. So I said, man, let's, y'all want some cheese steaks? Let's go down and get some cheese steaks. So we go down to, uh, uh, um, what's the gyms? We go down to gyms right there on 63rd Second and Haverford. So we go in there, and I'm like, oh, we could, you know, get everybody orders. I let everybody order too. Two piece, you know what I mean? So, you know. And I pulled out a credit card to pay. And the dude looked at me and my boy was like, damn, you ain't been here. <laughs> like, nigga, these niggas ain't taking credit cards. You ain't cake. Cause they don't know where the car is coming from. Right. It ain't if you ain't paying cash, then you ain't eating. I mean, I had the cash, but I, was, I just thought that was so funny to oh, me. Oh, yeah, though. they they Philly's a whole different So tell me about this one on Ventura though. Okay, because I've never been to that one. I yeah, never I knew like there was that one over there. I think okay, the, the guy that one. owns it is better. Ventura, yeah, that's where I was gonna go. I don't go to the one in Burbank. But but where does it? But see that Ventura and White Oak is further for me to go to than. Yeah, I understand. Do do you? No, no, I'm just no, I'm just trying to figure. I want to try that one out. Yeah, uh, we have to go. We should go one day. Let's do it. Do a little report. We should. You know what, man? It'll be good. You maybe do a little video and then something for the show, like comparing the. You know. No, we're not gonna do all that. Okay. I don't like. The, now you okay? I'm sure she might have this in her little crazy report she does. Who's this? 
boss lady. Oh, the producer. Do you have the Paula Patton thing in it, your report? Oh my god. Oh, uh, the fried chicken. Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. She uh, should be ashamed of she, herself. All I could think of was, and I felt bad saying this to myself. <laughs> the way she was pre- saying how to cook chicken, it told me that she's not good in the bedroom. It also told me that she was dead white. Wow, is that? Yes. Yeah. That equates if you can't cook. You that, can't I, I just either. said it was. I said it was weird, but just the way she was presenting it. See, to the me, way she the was, way that she was holding the chicken, chicken and you presenting can't, she it, can't jerk and, a chicken. <laughs> She can't jerk my chicken. But you know what I'm saying. But the, but my thing is like I've seen where I'm when I use flour with fly, fried chicken, I put all the seasonings in the bag and then shake the chicken up in the bag instead of seasoning the chicken while it's see, in she, the frying. The way I, will, she, go ahead. I will season the chicken. I made some fried chicken last night. Mm-hmm. I will first of all like one person. The girl who was commentating was killing me. She was hilarious. The, the black girl that was saying, uh, wait, wait, you didn't, that chicken ain't clean, girl. Because first she didn't clean the chicken. Because some people don't, she claims she cleaned the chicken, but not, the video was edited to where you don't see her. She okay. told me the, the way chicken. that she, the way that she cooked, let me know she is more white than black. Right, because she well, didn't. she was married to Robin Thicke. And that's what I'm saying. She is, you know, she's more white. Just like old girl. And we won't get back on, I'm going to get back on that. But. Joy Taylor, that every picture you see of her, you would swear she was a sister because she she's tanning, she went braid, but she was married to a white boy first. You talking about the girl from from um uh, uh, Colin Coward, the the his his the girl Joy Taylor. Oh, she's black. Yeah, she's mixed. Her I think somebody because her brother is Jason Taylor, the football player. Oh, so no, you talking about the girl who's uh, on first Co- take? Co- yeah, no, no, that's first take is ESPN. Okay. Oh, C- Colin Coward. Right. I know Colin. Coward. Yeah, he's on Fox. The girl that is his assistant. Her okay, name is Joy, Joy. Taylor. All yeah. Right. Look her up and then take a picture. Look at her. She. You would think she. You can. You can tell by certain people, black or white, men or women, if they're what nationality they kind of lean to. Now she was married to a white boy first, so she plays that role. But now she's leaning like she's. To me, it's like she's playing that black card. Like that's the way to go. But she was. She was married to a white boy. Yeah, but they. I mean, let's and the same thing. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying at least you could tell she just she she and she was really. Polish. Do you think that was a good way to cook the chicken? No. Oh, okay. Uh I'm just asking you as a woman. She didn't even. I mean, you don't season it in the grease like poet says. I'll season it and then I will also season my flour. I do it like I do it like she does. Right. Just put all the seasoning in the in the in the in the in the flour. And I still put it in a brown bag. Yeah. Brown, yeah, yeah, we grew exactly. up. Yeah, I mean, I could, I ain't never see a plastic bag when I was a kid. I mean, if it wasn't a trash in it. I mean, but she, I mean, it was so because she really thought she was doing. But it. She, the she, other <sighs> day, my my youngest brother came over and he fried some wings, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so he he had some sauce, and I'm like, mm, what is this sauce? It, it's delicious. He mixed maple syrup with Tabasco sauce, and I tell you that shit was good. Wow, I make good hot wings too. I got, I got, a, I got, a, I got a recipe. I learned it from this dude in college. Hot wings, hot sauce with um, um, cut orange peels, and then you kind of like put. It's no orange juice. You just take the peel and you put it in in the um, on the stove, and you boil it, and it's hot sauce. Uh, Something else and the orange peels, and then you put it over the the wings. Okay. Man, it was 
Yeah, no, my like, friend was like, Ugh, maple syrup and Tabasco. No, it was actually pretty good. So what, good. what was it? It was maple syrup and Tabasco sauce? Tabasco sauce. I'm about to try that. My it best, was really good. Some of the good dishes that I make, I make great tuna fish. What makes your tuna fish? Yeah. Uh, uh, in water, white, amber. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't say that. You don't use oil? No, white, white water. Right. Uh, tuna, and it's... Um, you eggs, eggs, yeah, relish, yeah. onions, mustard, mustard, oh. and mayonnaise. Oh shit! You you make two fish that nobody's really hungry right away. You got to go. No, I ain't saying it's not good. I'm saying, I I'm like I'm tuna fish, and I'm not a big mayonnaise dude. Okay. I'm uh, what's the other one? Um, Miracle Whip. Yeah, Miracle Whip. I'm not a Miracle. I used I, I don't like Miracle. Whip. I mean, I tried. Like I can't In eat college. I, mean, I did. I can't. I don't. I can't. Really eat sandwiches that have mayonnaise on the bread. Now mm-hmm. I can eat mayonnaise and tuna fish, but I can't eat mayonnaise like on the bread. It just makes me gag. Okay, yeah, I am, I, um, but uh, I like I can do I can fry some good chicken, tuna. I make great eggs. Macaroni and cheese is my specialty. I don't eat macaroni and my cheese. My aunt showed me, God rest her soul, showed me how to do it. But when I was in San Diego, I was at a restaurant and they had um, lobster mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh my god. I've had that. It was good. It was good. I mean, I didn't eat a lot of it, but I it was good. normally I won't even mess with it, but uh, I I like I like asparagus now. Grilled? Yeah, I like sautéing. I saw sauté. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Code uh-huh. yeah. 3's got me I'm slowly coming around the spinach, but No. That if you <clears throat> I used to think when my mom was really mad at me, this is the meal she would make. And then she, what she would do is add a glass of milk with it. And I can't drink milk unless it is ice sickle cold. Me too. Because if it's not that, it gets here and I gag. And my mom would make, God rest her soul, she would make liver, oh. spinach, and give me milk. I'm like, you don't never want me to leave this table. Cause I couldn't leave the table unless I finished. I tried to give it to the dog one time. This nigga looked at me like, nah, nigga. Mm-mm. Yeah, Code Three's a, a leafy person. She loves spinach. Anything. You can you eat? Co- I can't. No, I can eat raw spinach, but I can't eat cooked spinach. I try. I, I when she puts it on my plate, I eat it fast or I mix. it. Can you eat it? I can't, but I do. Because Doesn't it feel nasty in your? Th- oh. I do because it's it's her and I, it makes her happy when I eat spinach. It's you got strong muscles and. <laughs> does yeah. it really does it yeah. does it help you in the bedroom, Lewis Dix? Um, I gotta work on that. Popeye. I'm sorry. For you kids that don't know who Popeye is. Uh, there she go again. There she go again. Ain't no Mr. Slide a chair. That's what I meant. <laughs> she gives us no warning, ladies and gentlemen. And the thing about it, I don't mind it. It just blows my brain cells up. Cause it is a boom, boom, doo, 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 doo. thanks, Potus. That's from my single. You have a single out? I put out an album. Actually, um, this year's the thirtieth year anniversary of the release of my album, which will be available finally digitally in a few weeks. Potus, I want to see some pictures of you when you were young. Yeah, younger. I want to play it. Can yeah. we play a song? Yeah, I'm gonna wait till it's available till it's, okay. so that people can go get it. Um, and download it. Okay. So it's the first time since the release of the album that it's been a, that it's going to be available on iTunes. Were you a singer or a rapper? Rapper. I was the first female rapper on Interscope Records. Oh, Tupac for was my label mate, as well as um, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, which is Mark Wahlberg and uh, Gerardo Rico Suave. Mm. You know, I I love Mark Mark Wahlberg, but I had a bit I had a real big issue with him for a long time. 
What a racist! Yeah, because he's from Boston. Yeah, and 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 the reason it is is because, I mean, and we all love them, you know, Mark and Mark and the, and the Funky Bunch, right? But when I found out about what happened, was I had a we bad, all loved him. I well, not loved him, but we, you know, well, I like the group, but I never knew that. But it threw me off because I had a bad experience in Boston before. I used to live in New Hampshire for two years, and I had a bad racial experience when I was about sixteen in Boston. So when I heard that he did that, it just turned my, it just turned me. You know, and they say he cool now, but you know he had two incidents. You know, well, I know, I know his. Well, I knew his brother back in the day. I did a movie with Donnie his brother. Wahlberg, yeah, I did. A, I did a movie with Donnie, and he was cool. He was in New Kids on the Block yeah. back in the day. But yeah, yeah. So the Simply Poetry album is gonna finally be released. It's going through the process of approval right now. Um, What's the cover digitally. look like? What's the cover look like? I'm gonna pull up the cover and I'll I'll, I'll show you guys. Um, I want to see if it's you. Show is over. I want to see if it's you. I want to really see. I want to see. see I want to see if I will holler at you. Oh shit! I was fine and still fine. But anyway, well, can you play some more music on that part over that part again next time? Okay, so uh, Lizzo has launched her shapewear oh, called Yitty. I'm so tired. Yitty of shapewear, which I heard when she was on a morning show yesterday. She said the uh, shapewear was named after her nickname that her aunt gave her. So in tribute to her aunt, um, she is that gonna make us buy it. She's going to. I have a video of her. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm so tired of her, man. You know what? You and Jeff Brown. Jeff Brown cannot stand. You know why I can't. Though. You know why I can't stand her. Why? It's because I and I don't like people like this. So when she went to that, the first time I ever knew who she was, I never really knew, followed her, was when she had went to the Laker game. With her ass. With her ass out. hanging out. Yeah. And she was bragging, up, like, and, and God rest her soul, Kobe, his daughter was there. I don't know if y'all remember that, when Kobe kind of had looked at her like, what the hell is she doing? You know what I mean? Was was Kobe even alive when she yeah. did I don't think Kobe was alive no, Kobe when was, she did that. She, Kobe was alive when she did that, when that happened. Mm. So she goes to the Laker game with her ass hanging out. Then she tells everybody, you know, be proud. I'm proud of my body, blah, blah, blah. Then when people were talking about it, she felt body shame. Then she was trying to work out. Remember? She was trying to see because she felt like she wanted to work out. Then she got mad at P. Diddy. Remember? Because P. Diddy had people dancing on social media, and then she was doing it, but she was trying to do something. P. Diddy like, nah, I, I ain't checking you out. And he's like, oh, because I'm fat, you know? And so she keeps swinging the pendulum one way, then she swings it the other way. Either you're in shape, now she she likes her body, then she doesn't like her body. And I also like I, people. It's I like she playing the she plays the A lot of people praise her for her confidence in being a big girl. There's a lot My of big women that have confidence. Is, I think that a lot of that it's insecurity is insecurity, yep. exactly. But here's a video of her modeling some of her shapewear. <laughs> She posted this on Instagram the other day. <laughs> oh, Lord. God. See, that's what I'm talking about. Why would you wear that? Oh, my God. That is. <laughs> I bet she got about a million hits. And all giving her props. And see, that's the thing. Like, play that again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, play that again. Okay. Now, okay. She's a beautiful girl. And then when we get to here, you got to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> But not only that. You just can't say. I mean, there's nothing you can say. There's nothing sexy look, about look that. At, that is, I can't. I, and you're wrong if you say your truth. See, you and that's. Your truth. But that's the problem I you're have. body Jeff. shaming. 
how, how you put this that's is just, what I said. That's just mean. Well, yeah, play she has again. confidence. Play it again. That's oh, just, Jesus. <laughs> no, I was saying. Obviously, you like it. No, I nah. just think, no, I just okay. This makes that's it, the best part of it right there when she's all in that the truck says showing right her there face. Is squats. <laughs> and the thing about it, then she's the kind of woman that says, and she said it. Well, men don't want me because I'm. You no, know, men don't. One thing about men, men don't mind big women. But they're called chubby chasers of yeah, but, out here. Like, I mean, but, they call them. Is but that's just, is she, that just she doesn't need to. She has enough talent. She doesn't need to do that. She that's does, she, she and you're absolutely right, Lewis. Um, she plays the flute. She's a great singer. I mean, but hey, I don't judge her if that's how she want to no, carry see, that's herself. The thing. Then see, that's the, not, the other thing is too. She got a lot of kids that follow her. A lot of young people, and that's fine. And, but I don't want my young person. Put when they're behind out. I saw that I was somewhere. I What's sexy about that? What is what is appropriate about that? And they don't care. It's just now too much. at the Laker game. Yeah, that was totally getting on a plane and sitting your ass in somebody's seat. Sweaty well, that's, ass. That's a that's a that's a <laughs> private jet. Well, but somebody and she don't own it. I mean, somebody else going to venture well, sitting in the seat. They're going to spray it. They gonna, more than spray it. They don't know where her ass been. <laughs> she probably has her own cushion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that fat ass she got. It just I, now somebody had to oil that down, right? <laughs> yeah, because she might ask a question. Can I ask you a question? When you are that I'm, big, what? can you really okay. wipe your ass after no, you shit? I'm, I'm, no, but I'm just wondering. Okay. Plus, she has them long ass nails, so, so we okay, don't. Yeah, no, I mean, like, she got Dookie she in has her a team, and there's one team member's job to oil that down or right? wipe and her ass, or wipe her ass when she shit. No, to make it get ready for the shoot. So they had to get, like, somebody had to do her hair. Somebody had to do her makeup. And somebody had to rub lotion on, on her that ass. Who was that dude? Is or a female. Yeah. Who, like, who was that person? I bet that person called home. What's wrong, baby? No, they, you don't tell nobody you do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. well, Snoop has a professional blunt roller that travels totally, with him. That's totally. What a great gig. <laughs> that's a great Yeah, that's a hell of a gig. Now, yeah. I, he's got to have his, hand, his fingers But does insured. he? Does, no. <laughs> Okay. Because something happens, he's done. But here's the problem: Does the blunt? Does he? Is he the one to go? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Snoop. I think it's ready to. How <laughs> many? do you? Who's that dude? You know. So it's got to be somebody he really likes. No, all right, no. So you figure the professional blunt roller does that, and then it's got to be somebody he trusts to, to do all the licking. Or they might have something. Some kind of machine. That, yeah, that moisturizes, <coughs> especially if, in the days of covid you don't yes that's the one yeah. thing that during covid i it gave me the best thing i don't have to pass my weed now because <laughs> i don't like passing my weed oh, it's a i don't person. like <laughs> i don't like sharing my blood now no, you know what's my, funny oh, go, go ahead, go ahead, no, go ahead, go ahead. No. no it's funny when growing up in philly when i would smoke weed on the corner we never nobody would really lick it you would only you, somebody would lick their fingers and then look the, like get the end, but you didn't. Someone licked the paper, but it, we never put the whole joint in our mouth after that to, to make sure. Yeah, that's a blunt thing, I think. Is that what it is? Now, did you so share? Weird. Did you share? Did you ever drink uh, brew on the corner? No. Lou, you ain't ever drink brew on the corner with the. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I had a good life. Cause, cause, no, I'm saying we that because we had a backyard. Because drinking in the backyard. You know how many dudes in the corner would share a court? Yeah. I wasn't a beer drinker. I wasn't. I wasn't. You a, ever had malt duck? No. Well, where the fuck was you raised? I was raised in Philly, but I was. I was. You was raised in a good time, area. Huh? No, at the time that 
that stuff was happening, I was playing sports and I was football, and you couldn't have alcohol in your breath. I always wanted to be the, a good guy. I mean, it's no problem with it. I'm not trying to make you be a bad guy, but that was like, we grew, you grew up for the day to hang with the old head on the corner so he could say, little man, you want this? Your dad, yeah, you but see, this? the old heads, of my, they would always say, no, you can't have it because you got a game today or something. So they always pushed us the other way. You have anything else? Yes. Um, on Sunday, Kirk Franklin's son was pulled over by the Beverly Hills cops. Um, and now he's in custody because he was allegedly driving a car which had a gun in it. And the uh, the car was actually owned by a woman who is presumed dead. Presumed dead or prison presumed dead? dead? Like they think this woman has been murdered. Um, he was found in her car with the gun. With the gun. You better hope that gun ain't connected. And he claims that he's not connected with any of that. That the gun doesn't belong to him and and the car either. So uh, he gets his day in court today, I believe. Well, you know him and his daddy got problems. So. Now, was that the one that was... He, Kirk that was his dad cussed, cussed out? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he, I mean, that's just he so... Ain't getting pro, he ain't so, getting bailed out. It's so tough raising kids. I mean, you just don't know where which direction they're going to... You can do everything right, and you can do everything... I mean, there's parents who have done everything wrong, and the kids turn out great. And there's parents who have felt they've done everything <coughs> right, and the kids just their own person and they all just want to do what what they feel can get I think a lot of it is based in them wanting attention you you know what the problem is I I um was listening to this doctor oh you want, want the one I was telling you about that did you, you ever look at that me. I never sent it no you never oh sure I, I, my bad I'm sending it to you code three was like he never sent it I'm I like, apologize no. because this doctor says something that was very interesting he said most of the mistake that parents make is from birth to about 10, you're all in your kid's life. Then when the kid starts doing, being able to go out and do whatever, you, you, it's like you're doing whatever, you, you let them do whatever they want. It's like the most important years, you're not even there. Right, but a lot of, now that wasn't so much, there was, but I always felt that, especially when I was growing up, there was an adult, we had checkpoints. We had checkpoints throughout, because the adults and the old heads looked out for the kids. So even if the parents weren't around, there was somebody that, that would re reiterate what your parents wanted you to do. Don't do that. Uh, watch your mouth. Uh, don't talk like that. Uh, why? Are you, where are you going? Those things that you would hear from your parents. And, of course, now you don't. Well, we had that. I had that. But our, my block was different. Well, not my block. Well, the block, but Felton Street was different. And then I think the difference between, and I feel this, but a lot of people don't feel this. I feel a kid that doesn't fear his parents is going to be lost to the world. And what I mean by that is, if a kid doesn't have any feel like any consequences or anything's going to happen to him when he gets home, he's not going to be scared to do anything in the street. Right, but and also I agree with you. I, I would replace the word with fear, but if they just felt that they just you know they didn't honor their parents or didn't you know really respected their parents' opinion of them, you know, or, or you how how is that going to make my mom and I dad fe feel? I feared my mom. Yeah, and and. I feared her. But you feared you feared her, but you also knew how much she loved you. Yeah. That was that was intertwined with the fear. Yes. But it was definitely more fear. You know, I probably learned more, God rest her so after she passed. But I remember one time, <laughs> like my mom one time called me in the house just because she heard me, you know, they, they was like, I was around the corner and it was like, yo, your mom wants you. I'm like, oh, okay. I came in the house. 
Stay in the house. Why? Because I hear your voice louder than everybody else's voice, and I'm playing. Like, it was stuff like that. But the thing that really got me was when she, one, <laughs> I, one morning, my mom asked me if I had went in a room, and I don't believe I did. Maybe I was a kid. Maybe I did, I don't know, amnesia or something. And I said, no, and there was some money that was taken. She felt up some change not taken. I don't know if I did it. I don't really believe I did it. But all I know, I said to her, she took the change back, and I said, you don't have the right to take that from me. All I know is she was on my chest with both knees slapping the shit out of me, and my brother had to grab it. Mom, you're going to kill him. <laughs> All I know is at the end of the day, everything Lil would say, a lot of stuff was true. So I feel yeah. like, and I know a lot of people don't like that. You know, when you get, you know, people feel like you shouldn't spank your kids. But I just feel like if you don't, like my godson, I'll be on him. But he, he ain't with me. Hey, yes, God, Dad. Yep, no, God, Dad. Bam. He hugged me, but then he's then he's saying, "One, can I come over and see you?" You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I think he respects the fact that you know. I mean, he knows I love him, but at the same time, I'm like I'm on him. And most humans, most uh, want structure. Mm -hmm. They want to, you know, do don't know. Was it anything else? Yeah. Um, speaking of upsetting videos, and this one hit the internet, and people are up in an uproar. Oh yeah, I, I, what's that? Oh my god. Oh man! And they got married. Yeah, he's walking. She's walking him in on it. Is this a Q thing? Well, he ain't no Q. <laughs> but that's a song that George Clinton, who was also an honorary bra. So the internet, internets was in an uproar when this video came out uh, because she's walking a, apparently the uh, bride is white and the groom is black and people had a real issue with this. See, I don't have a problem with it, you know why? Because it's more of a race thing. If it was a black woman, you should be just as mad. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, but more often times you see the women on the leash. Yeah, but... And then but he this had ain't a this woman's picture no. where he was sniffing her crotch. Well, maybe he ain't never gets supposedly <laughs> pissed on her leg. I don't know, but yeah, that was that was so disgusting. That is, I mean, but I don't see. I mean, it, it, and like I read some of the people like evidently he ain't got no black family who love him because I, I just I, and I actually even told my son I was like, look, if you ever. Ever, <laughs> ever do some ever shit do like this? Like and he just like he just shook his head. It's just, I, I mean, where's the boy's father? Where's the, look at the, the? But Lou, this is what's going on all around. This is all social media. Now, social media will get mad at you and put you in Facebook jail for saying uh, she's fat or like when I did, I got a warning when I saw Mayweather hit mitts, right? And I said, man, this fool is a beast. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they said, you might want to revisit before you post this. Because I said fool. But Instagram, Facebook, and everything will let you put all kind of stuff on it. That's embarrassing. It's That's terrible. I mean, it's beyond embarrassing. And, and, and to have them laughing and clapping, you know. But but if you say something to the young people, oh, man, you just an old, you a fool. I don't even think young people approve of that. That's some old other shit. That's but now, like, but are they mad because the girl's white? Maybe they're into that whole thing, that whole 
S and M or yeah, I mean whatever lifestyle. I, I think there's different layers of 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 being upset with this video. Oh yeah, it is. You know, I mean, it's just you j you could just you just throw against the wall and pick and choose that she's she's white, that he's actually being let in on a leash, and that he's adult, that he's he looks like he himself. was having a good time. First of all, why would you even do that on your wedding day? Why would you want that image? Say y'all stay together for a while, and you're like, wow, look how stupid we were. Well, I'm just kids. saying that she's got a big house, and she's wealthy, and he's got... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. definitely not paying any bills. Well, she's a big woman. <laughs> <laughs> she, it, they got to have a big house, because she's a big bra. You can't be doing that and pay, be paying bills. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah, so my last piece is... Uh, oh, there's more? I'm sorry. I mean, I'm in terms of like that. more interesting <laughs> what the hell you talking about. Good point. That's why I said what else you got. <laughs> um, Chris Rock uh, uh, recently oh. had a show here in uh, Indio, Palm California. Springs. Yep. And he says that he's not really speaking out until he gets paid. Now, I'm not sure mm. what he means by that. Is the is he holding the Academy accountable or is he holding Will Smith accountable? But... He says he's not speaking on it until he gets a check. So, which means he's probably got and a lawsuit. And apparently, he mentioned that he got his hearing back. So, did what, he, he get, lost his so, hearing? I thought that was a got, joke. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't that know. Was that was a light joke. Um, but, but hey, you know, um, I think that that w goes without saying. I mean, we we all knew that. I mean, you're at a level of. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing talking about it until you have a special or something like that, and that's. That's just that's because that's why everybody wants to see. But then if he talks about it, he kills any type of momentum that he right. may so want to go. Has to hold off and and, and he's I in control mean, right now. Because I my understanding is Will put a, a a song out, a video, right, a rap video. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Yes, Will um put a song out in reference to all of what happened. And so if you can look it up and see if and you have so it. how do you guys feel about. Um, Jada coming out saying that she need it. to be protected. Uh, that she doesn't. And then the other saying. old interview came up about how she didn't want to marry Will Smith. That that he begged her to. Yeah, in fact, I, I my my understanding of reading it is that she was pregnant, and they didn't want to. Have, and Will, of course, didn't want to have the baby out of wedlock, and that whole thing. So that's part of it. I I hate it, and the reason that I hate it is because. The internet, well, everybody was talking about how, you know, they were backing Will because he was protecting his queen and black women aren't protected and all this stuff. And, and this is not something I'm making up. This has all been up on the internet and everywhere. And then for her to come back and go and say, oh, I don't need to be protected. I, it's just like a slap it, in the face. Yeah, I, I just think it's... Why it's, would you say that, though, Lou? It's I mean, painfully obvious that they have way too many bedrooms, way too many rooms in their house. Sometimes a house can be so big that there's no unity in it. Luz, but why would she say that? Though? Well, I mean, because, honestly. But. Well, because she felt she could say that. And damn uh, for anyone's feelings beyond that. I no, mean, no, 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 no. Let's, no, let's not go our feelings. Cause see, no, I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking about, about his feelings. Oh, okay, okay. Because I hate, yeah. She's saying damn to his feelings right. and damn to, I mean, it's a thing of how much, because a guy knows, and I'm sure a woman knows, how much a person loves them. Man, I know. I, I was trying to holler at this chick. I was talking to her for a couple of weeks. I kept calling her. You know, not calling her, like bugging her. Like, I would call, and then she would talk, or she would return the call. And then I invited her to a show, and uh, she went to the show seat, 
Didn't have to, you know, pay. Laugh factory. Bam. And when she, I said, well, call me when you get home. I'll let me know you got home. And then she just, her text was, home, thanks. And I said, she don't like me. She might think I'm cool, but she, she ain't into me. That's fair. And I, I stopped calling, and she ain't called. So, you know, I don't chase her no more. No, you know, you but shouldn't. I'm just to your point. Yeah, I'm no, just saying you to your point. What you're saying is very true. You should know if a person, you, you know if a person really cares you. You know how, put it this way, you would know how if a woman's into you just from past experience of how women that are into right. you. Well, especially if you, you're married, you have children, you know, for so many years, you realize, you know, you know, I love this person more than they love me. Right. That's, I got that. Right. I got that. So knowing what's going to happen, eventually that person's going to move on. Right. And I'm going to have to accept it and move on. Right. You know, so it's it's kind of like, but but sometimes you actually have to work hard at loving someone because they're not used to being loved. But if you marry that long and you still got to work hard, it's well, something. Well, you got to still work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yo, I'm not saying. But working at a whole high yeah. another level. <laughs> yeah, I mean. He's... We're talking about let's go to an island. No. For a week. Yeah. I mean, but it's some people, She she's probably full. Her plate is probably full of how do I appreciate you? She just she's never known really how to appreciate because here's my thing. My thing is, when I watch the t- the one time I have watched it, the red table, her mother sits there and allows. So you got her, three. Yeah, I don't, talk, I don't talk about nobody's mom, but but you got her mother, her, mom her is, and the yeah. daughter sitting there spewing stuff that you're like, what? Yeah. And the mother should say, hey, no, and she never does. Yeah. So that's just you know, I mean, it's just. The same situation sometimes that we have with our fathers, generations of our fathers. Someone has to break it. I just hate the fact Someone that Will... Someone has to say, look, I, we're breaking this. We're moving. We're going another direction. The funny thing about the situation with the slap and before that is, I was really, really... When this August thing happened, and they went to the Red Table Talk, I was so pissed at Jada. Like, I felt bad for Will. Because I saw... I, to me, To me, I saw a man trying to be bigger than the situation... And speaking to her like so, what and what did you say, Jada? Like he, like he knew right. it bothered him, but he was. But yeah, but that's something that that conversation should have never happened. At it should have never happened. But what I'm saying is, it's funny how people went. I had some people go come at me because I really was in Will's corner, and then when he slapped him, of course I was in Chris's corner, even though I said, "Hey," and I put a post out there on someone's Instagram and said, "Hey, I'm very disappointed with Will did. You know what he did was definitely wrong." But I said, but because he's associated with this certain person, I said, you know, I know he's in good hands. You know what I mean? But I was definitely more upset with Will because of the bigger ramifications of what we have to deal with as comedians, mentally, now wondering what's going to happen on stage. So that situation. But then people were like, well, man, you know, he was protecting his queen and blah, blah, blah. And then to come back to what we just talking about, her to say, I don't need nobody to protect me. It's like, that shit just came full circle. Like, what? What is he, you know, what's the situation over there? Not that it's our business, because it really isn't, but they made it our business. For real. Um, what what time is your show tonight? Uh, 8 o'clock. Let me see if uh, Chris will let me go. Um, leave me tickets for the show. I want to come see. I want to see what T.I. is all they're talking about. Um, um I heard he got booed. Yeah, um, at the Barclay. Yeah. 
Yeah. And all I could say was, welcome to the comedy world. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what you want, and this is what happens. I, I like T.I. I met him a couple of times now, and I performed with him twice. He was on the show. He performed with me, I'm going to say that. Okay, so, but, all right. So then, now, tell us then. What, 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 the, yeah, funny? I... Let me put it this: one thing he at did least one laugh. Yeah, no, he no. Laugh? When the first time I performed with him, he was at the Ha Ha, and he was getting laughs and he was telling the story. And actually, I laughed at one of the bits when he was talking about him and his wife and how his wife said that you know I was bigger than you when you was a drug dealer. You know what I mean? Like, but here's the here's the whole issue with the Ti situation in my in my in my mindset. One, he's set up. He's being set up by the promoters because he's not ready. You know, me and you. Lou, we're not going to be doing comedy four, five, six months and then get a get a gig for nineteen thousand people. You know what I mean? Right. And but the people know not that he was the main one being promoted, but people know you put him on the on the on the on the bill, people are going to come. It's about asses in the seats for what we do. Mm-hmm. But as a as a comedian, I'm saying to myself, bro, you you know, because I told him, I said, yo, look, man, don't have nobody right for you yet. That's what I told him at the ha ha. You know, I said, because they don't know your voice because you're still learning your voice. Because I, I won't say what the comic was, but I saw a comic there like, yo, you want me to write you a tag for this? I could tell that they was just trying to get, you know what I mean? I'm like, so I, t- I just said to him, I didn't even try to push up. I'm like, yo, I can help you. I was just like, man, don't let nobody write for you. Find your voice. But you can't, and Lou, you know this, you can't find your voice in front of 600, 1,000, 19,000 people, and you ain't been doing this long enough to even structure a joke. So... He, I think he's got the potential because he's not scared of the mic. You know what I mean? And that's because he's, you know, he's used to performing in front of people. So he's not scared of the audience. The problem is, is that I think he's damaging his comedy brand by starting off so big. That's all I'm going to say. I think that he has the potential, but I think that he should, you know, I think if you go to some open mics and you see the other comics see that you're at these open mics, you gain that respect from your peers. You know what I mean? Because young comics are going to be like, yo, man, that's T.I. Like, look at, that's T.I. right there. You know what I'm saying? And then they're going to come over, yo, man, yo, you, I, I think if you do, you know how it is when you go to open mic, and especially in the beginning, yo, man, if you do this, I think it's more he can receive it better. But, you know, like you said, when, when Godfrey said what he said, he's like, why do I have to start? I don't have to start at the, the bottom. You know, if I got, why do I have to, I don't have to wait in line. But, well, I mean, it's fine. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I like him though. I mean, I met him a, a couple of times. Every time, man, mad cool. And I think when he saw me perform, because I think what happens with us too, Lewis Dix, and I can, even though you 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 have a, a big name, I think what happens with people like you and I is we're strong comedians, but because we're not, well, now you are on tour, but we're not on these major tours. People only look at certain comics as those are the guys. Right. You know what I mean. So when I was at the high, we had a packed house that night, and I did my thing. I think he was like, like, who's this motherfucker? Right. You know what I mean? And he came, yo, OG, man, you you funny guy. So I said, well, how you want me to bring you up? He said, well, man, tell mama new come. I said, man, nah, I got you. He said, man, respect, man, respect. So now when he sees me, he, you know what I'm saying? But I think that's what happens with a lot of, you know, especially now with the internet and then, you know, the, the OG comics that people know, you know, the blacks and the earthquakes, they already know these dudes. You know what I mean? So... But I got respect for him. I like him. But I think he has potential, but I would like to have seen him. I would like to see him now step back a little bit from doing these big blockbuster shows and, you know, hit the 50-seaters. Right. 
I am trying to figure this out. I have to also go get a haircut. <laughs> when you leave town again? And where you at? I leave uh, tomorrow. Where y'all going? My barber's out of town. Um, I, I we're going to Florida. Dana, Dana, Diana, Diana, D A N I A, Florida. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's in near Fort Lauderdale. And well, that's a white club. And then we go to um, it's improv. Uh. Then we go to um, Kansas City. So you 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 got dates almost every uh, week. We I mean, it's up. like my first real you know tour. Congratulations, tour. man! You Give know. it up for Louis Dick, y'all. Oh, you know what I'm saying? No, it's it's no, it's, it's, bro. I mean, you making paper and you getting your name out there. Yeah, it's a lot of fun creatively. Um, but um, no, are you pushing your social media? I got to work on that. God I'm, damn I'm it, Louis! I'm more to be honest. I'm. <laughs> When we first get to the venue, because I, I have this keyboard and stuff, and I set everything right. up. So first they think I'm his, 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 his manager his manager or his assistant. Right. Because I'll make sure everything is right for him, da 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 And I'll do that throughout the whole thing until it's time for me to go on. Like, then the people are like, oh, you, you, like when his guests come, I'll make sure they got their seats. Yeah. And, all that. and they were like, you were so nice to us. And you performed. Like I was supposed to have an attitude. So you wear a lot of hats. No, I'm just I'm wearing my hat. I would do that. Yeah, Lewis is always been like that like even when i was on a road with lewis he was always making just making the most of the situation being helpful yeah i mean that's how i was that's how you keep jobs that's true to be honest with you that's how you keep jobs if you got more than one skill right Right, because but that's what i'm saying he's wearing i mean i'm not that's not a knock that's not a knock for saying wearing more than one hat i'm saying that you know you you every okay everybody a lot of people, I won't say everybody, assumes whoever is with the the star of the show that they're the assistant. Right. A lot of times, they don't see them as the comedian or you know what I well, mean. Or it's a manager. lot of guys. It's other guys who have rolled with us who actually present themselves as the comedian. You would think that they were the, the star. They, oh, oh, they, oh, they oh. were reason. and and I've peeped that, and I'm and I just feel like like Craig is such a great person. Yeah, I just feel great. like Shout he out needs to somebody to to back him up. Okay. You know, in the sense of looking, because his thing. So you kind of looking out for him as well. You, right. Are you as like his eyes when? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm watching the bodyguard. You think well, like the I'm bodyguard? I'm doing it for a selfish reason because I want to make sure we have a show the next day. Right, right, right. Yeah, and yeah. I want to make sure we he's yeah. good. I, I need him good. Yeah, I need him right. right. I need him to say all right, good night. See, I'm, I make sure he gets back to his room. Right, right. Because if something happens, then I'm at home. Right. Home with uh, what you uh, what's Code the name? Three. Code three. Yeah, so I mean, I, I like being home with Code three, but, yeah, but it's, I, it's better been better financially. Um, Monday and Tuesday, and leaving Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, the love is good. Yeah, yeah. She, okay. you know, she she's she can say what she wants. So she knows Monday and Tuesday is on and cracking. Yeah, and then Wednesday you gone. Right. You okay, know. I ain't mad at her. But um, it it, it it's um, you know, so I think it's great though, man. I mean, I'm 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 proud of you for that because, and also thanks for uh, Craig because. Like I said, man, I really have a, I don't have a thing about it, but I laugh because, and I'm going to tell you a story, that people don't know that there's some real seasoned comics that are very strong that just haven't been given the opportunity right. one way or another. You know what I mean? And I'll tell you a funny story. I don't know how funny it is, but one night at the Laugh Factory when Chris Spencer was hosting it, mm-hmm. back in the day for Chocolate Sundays, um, I was supposed to go on and, and Chris said, yo, well, we're going to, you know, they call Mike Epps on stage. You said, Mike can go first. So, and you know how the Laugh Factory crowd is. I mean, it's big and whatever. So Mike goes on there. He does like 25 minutes, whatever, and he kills it. Just rips him. You know what I mean? And then Chris goes on, and Chris doesn't do any time. 
You know what I mean? He doesn't do a lot of times. He just, hey, all right, we're going to keep the show going. Yeah, coming up, man, another guy, you know. Hey, get up for Dan and Grain, you know. And I went up there, and I ripped this motherfucker. Like, I hit it. Like, all cylinders. And when I got off the stage, Chris said to me, he said, and, he, and I, I, I laughed, and he said, I ain't think you could follow him. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what he said. I, don't, I, don't think, I ain't think you could follow him. And I said, you know, I gave him props because to me it was like that was a badge of honor hearing right. it from, you know, and Chris's shout out to Chris Spencer, been one of the few comments that has always shown me mad love. But I, it's the reason I'm happy for you is because, and I've never seen this in you, but I don't know if it's true or not, but I've never seen no bitter bitterness in with you where other, you know, people. Like you can hear, you hear from other comics like, yeah, why this nigga? You know what I'm saying? You know the bitterness coming from other comedians, yeah, because they're not getting that shot. And I never heard that from. Yeah, you. I do it between 1:30 a.m. and, and, and 2:30 <laughs> when everybody's asleep, yeah, nobody's yeah. around. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I, I had to, I had to, I had to go through that and, and understanding that I've always been blessed enough to be working. Mm -hmm. You know, like and 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 prayer does work. It does. It does. Trust I me. I mean, I prayed for this tour. Right. I, I looked at all the dates and I said, Lord, and first I said, Lord, I don't want to take anything from anyone. Okay. I said, so his first team, if they're not available, please let me suit up. Right. And then when I got the first opportunity, I said, okay, I'm going to make myself important here. Right. To where he's looking for Lewis. Right. Hey, hey, Lewis, could you do like, whenever he needs something on stage, he'll say, hey, Lewis. And then he's like, can you bring me my bag? Right. Or Lewis, can you make sure such and such take care? So I'm like, I was like, okay, I'm going to make sure right. that he... If he knows that you you can accept work helping him out without feeling like some comics would feel like why am I doing all this stuff for right. him right right and, and not saying like anything why am I not why can't I just chill in the green room and yeah, wait for the check to come else. right yeah, exactly somewhere or be hanging out trying to you know get some we, yeah I know, we exactly. go out I'm like he knows I got his bag and I'm sitting right there and he can just look at me and say we ready right and then he'll give me text me the Uber uh, um, license plate and right. I'm like we ready so yeah it's 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 a good. It's a good gig. Real, yeah, real, it's a good gig. I enjoy it. Well, I'm, I'm pretty. I've made most gigs good gigs. Yeah. You know because it's you know it's you know but uh, it's first comic tour gig, but I, I like it. And it was interesting because we had dinner with um, the last Saturday night with Jeff Ross. He had his yeah, crew. Yeah, yeah, Jeff, yeah. And Craig had his crew. Right. And Jeff Ross' crew was all white boys. And, you, and, and Craig's Craig crew was all, all brothers. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it was. Jeff Ross was pretty cool. I, yeah, I, I've seen really that's nice. the boy here, white comic, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yep. He was really nice. And then Craig performed with Dave Chappelle um, Thursday night. Oh, so you, you Dave Chappelle was performing at at the other comedy works, and we drove down, and Craig took his keyboard, and they were on stage for an hour just talking. You you hollered Dave? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dave invited. Dave is so mad, cool man. Oh, that's my, that's why I tell people, man. I I remember when he came back from um, Africa. Mm -hmm. They were trying to say that he was, remember, that he was crazy and all that? Right. And I wish I, I we, cell phones wasn't really big at that time with pictures. I wish I had it because it was, Dave, this is who it was there. It was Dave Chappelle, mm -hmm. Chris Tucker, Mark Prince, and me. We were in the back, you know where the Laugh Factory is? Mm -hmm. They got that, like, that little outside walkway with the back door. So you know where the woman's bathroom is? Right. And you go right outside the door, yeah. and then it lights up. And we were in there talking. He was like, man, I ain't crazy. People talking about it, I'm crazy. You know what I mean? He was like literally telling us a little bit about, you know. He didn't tell us why he left, but he was like pretty much assuring us, like, it ain't got nothing to do with me being nuts. You know right. what I mean? And I, But David's always been mad cool. That's why I told people, that was another reason I was upset with the Will thing, because Dave Chappelle and Chris, Chris Rock are almost the same when they walk in the club. You may not even know they in the club. Unless they talking or you know what I mean, they're not one of those 
I'm gonna do a victory lap so everybody knows that I'm right. in the in the spot. So Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um I'm Lewis Dix. I'm Dan and Green. And um I forgot what it's oh it's we're at Morris Media Studios and <laughs> it's um, right it's, it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. And, uh, Sorry y'all, but it's right here. Um In a man's will. Yeah, that's the name of the show. I forgot the name of it now. I know it more than him. Okay. Trying to think if I have time. Okay, we got to get out of here. If that's okay, boss. She, she just did like. Now she don't want. Okay. She had nothing to say she now. Like, like, I said, is that okay, boss? She's like, whatever you. We got haircut. Who cuts your hair? Well, normally the girl's been cutting for thirty years, Gloria, but she's had to go home to help her mom. So I'm gonna go to this other dude, but he's in Watts, but it's only twenty two minutes away. So I, I got a dude. Who? Good. I just I just got my job. All the dudes across the street, Mad Marv. Are uh, they across the street? Yeah, they're right across the street. Mad Marv shop is right there, and there's like three barber shops across the street. There is directly. a lot of barbers over there. All right, so I'm gonna go over to Mad Marv, and that's is is what you call them there too, uh, Melrose. Uh, no, Melrose is on uh, Western. Because I don't trust. I I I, <laughs> I went Marv. to the I went to the barber. I got a, I got a barber right off of La Brea and Centinella. His name is Khalil. There's so many barbershops mm-hmm. on Especially this block alone. So you said uh, Melrose is, okay, let me try to find some, because I don't want to go all the way watch. So I don't think I'll make it back. Um, well, you can go to, you want me to try my guy? See if he's available, if he yes. can get me in at one? Yeah. Good. He, he'd love to cut your hair. It ain't much to cut. It's, that's why he said, that's why, that's why I said he'd love to cut your hair. It ain't much to cut. <laughs> Listen, uh, thank you all for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back next week, two weeks in a row. Whoa. So we on a roll. Yes. We'll and be back. It was great to have POTUS kind of, she's more controlled today. She was, she was a little bit out of hand in the beginning. Back on the 19th. And that's, that's April 19th. Somebody's birthday. Hey, my birthday is tomorrow. Yeah. Happy birthday to Dan and, and uh, good oh, luck. I'm going to come to the show tonight. All right. Thank you, Lou. And, and leave this one alone. Chris, hey, can you give me the address? Can you send me yeah, the address? Yeah. Can I yeah. come? Yeah. You can come anytime you want to. Yeah. <laughs> You gonna go? Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. And, um, and I asked Chris. He said, "You know, the, he said to perform or be an audience member." <laughs> I said to be an audience member. I'm gonna text it. All right, thank you. Hey, good night, guys. I mean, goodbye. Good night. Goodbye. Good bye. morning. Thank we'll you for guys listening. Catch you next Tuesday. See Thanks for listening. All right. Bye bye. Peace. Mm-hmm.